Hello everyone, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast where we come together to discover ourselves through our heritage and sharing our experiences in the diaspora. I am your host Jackie. Hello brothers and sisters, once again welcome to the AfriTalk podcast podcast i hope you've been doing well and i've been doing well myself too thank you (laughs) so this week we have finally reached the last episode of our series called mental health i hope you've been enjoying and learning as much as i did throughout the whole uh, series or throughout the whole episodes this week we'll continue with the mental health series and we will end this as well so but what do you do uh, if like someone that you know like maybe a friend or brother, sister, whoever, someone that you know, someone you're close with or close to. And the person comes to you and and the person says, listen, I'm going through this and that. I think I might be having a mental illness, a mental health problem, something. What should you then do that you, that a person has come to, to tell you this, what, what should you do in this situation? Yeah, that's a great question, isn't it? Because it's overwhelming as well. Someone coming to, oh, I have mental illness or I'm having issues or I don't, or I'm depressed or whatever. Like, it's also very overwhelming to receive such a news from someone that you maybe love, you know, someone that you know, you really care that's about. That's absolutely true. And, um, you know, firstly, I would say, great question. I think for your listeners, we don't know when someone will come to us to, to want to vent out about, their difficulties that they are going through. Um, if they are being, you know, abuse mm-hmm. is very common. Sexual abuse is very common. Depression is very common. All of these things are very common in our community. You don't know when someone will approach you and confine in you about their mental health struggles. So firstly, I would say it's very, very important for you people listening to be able to educate yourself on the issue of mental health just know the basic symptoms and the signs i'm not saying go and diagnose anyone that you have depression Mm. or you have schizophrenia or you have bipolar no Mm. get a basic understanding of what mental health is about you know it's it's good to know what is mental health what is mental illness what causes it? There's just the basic aspect of it would be a great starting point for you as someone that wants to support someone that will come to you with your mental health, you know, challenges. Same way if someone came to you and they say, hey, I have, you know, I went to the doctor and they said I have diabetes. I have high blood pressure. We've been able to say, oh, they said when you have these things, don't eat too much for food. Don't mm-hmm. have common knowledge about it, right? Knowledge, yeah. The same way with mental illness, mental health. Try to have the common knowledge that when someone comes to you, you'll be able to use your knowledge to kind of support them in a way. So I have quite a lot of um, advice here that I would like to give. Mm-hmm. So firstly, when someone is coming to you and they're telling you, this is what I'm going through, um, for you providing the support, I think it's important to set time aside with no distraction. If they are coming to you to talk to you, be mindful of the environment, where you are in. Is it a noisy environment? Is it crowded? How is the atmosphere like? Because they might not be in their right sense of mind. So if it's crowded, people are there and they are coming and say, look, I want to talk to you. You, be, you have to be like, okay, can we find a quiet place? Can we meet somewhere in the park? 
you know, so envir the environment is very important. So set time, time aside without any distraction, no interference. And then it's important to also provide an open, non-judgmental space with no distraction. So when the person is um, telling you, oh, um, I'm feeling really down today. I'm feeling really sad. Oh, you, you are always emotional. You are an emotional person. Oh, the way we said, oh, <laughs> hmm. we've had that one so many times. Drama queen, queen you know? <laughs> we can't be that's you judging the person. We can't be judgmental. We can't, if someone is saying, you know, oh, and this person touched me this way, you know, maybe you are living in a house with your child and the man, maybe it's a stepdad, stepmom, this, that. They are being touched and they are being that. Don't try to dismiss what they are telling you. Have an open mind, non-judgmental way. Acknowledge what they are saying to you because it's taking them a lot of courage to come out and say whatever they are saying to you. So just make sure you are not being judgmental and you are not being dismissive of their emotions or of what they are telling you. And also let them share as much or as little as they want. Some people might want to share little things. Some people might go on and on and on and on and on. Your duty is just to sit down and just listen to them. Um, it's important also to let them lead a discussion at their own pace. And don't push on them to tell you anything that they are not ready to tell you. Okay. So for example, mm -hmm. someone comes to you and they say, Oh, this person touched me in this way. Hey, did they did, did they remove your pants? Did they do this? Did they, you start asking them so many details, but they might yeah. not be ready to share with you. If someone is coming to you and they're saying, Oh, I feel really low today, that's all maybe that's all they want to say to you. They don't want to go in detail about that alcohol that they drank to make themselves feel better or that drug that they took to, to make themselves feel better. It's not your place to try to ask them, to try and let them tell you more than they wish to tell you. So it's important yeah. to be mindful of that. And also make sure that talking, them coming out to talk to you, they've gathered a lot of strength and courage. So you might be the first person that they are actually talking to you about this mm -hmm. thing. So don't be too put too much pressure on them to tell you everything. They've kind of gathered that trust, that courage to come and talk to you. So just leave, let them lead the conversation. Let them take their time to tell you about it. And also don't, don't try to diagnose or second guess mm -hmm. what they are you. Because you are not a medical expert. Mm -hmm. You are not a mental health, um, you know, clinician. You are not trained as a, to diagnose people. So don't try to diagnose or second guess what they are feeling. Um, try not to make assumptions about what is wrong or jump in too quickly with your own diagnosis or solutions. For example, if someone comes to you and say, oh, if I'm feeling really low today, hey, medium, I think you have depression. No, it's depression. <laughs> <laughs> no you can't do that you can't try to second guess or try to diagnose them that they have depression no that's not or something ah. yeah um it's important to keep questions open-ended so don't say did you go to school today they will just say yes or no okay those are not mm. questions. if they say if, if i say 
oh, I'm feeling really low today. You could just say, okay, now you are feeling really low. Would you mind just telling me how you, how you are feeling now? So I'm not going to tell you yes or no, because you are no. open-ended questions. So I have to tell you, right, today I just felt really low and I didn't feel like doing anything today. So I stayed in bed all day. So you need to ask questions that they will have to elaborate. To explain themselves a little bit. Okay. Not questions that, you know, is your mom at home? No. Yes. You don't want no. no. You want something that they have to explain. And that gives you the opportunity to really get inside their mind a little bit just to see how they are feeling and dig a little bit deeper because that might give you clues of where where they are at yeah mm. those aunties that when they see you on the road and maybe you are looking distressed or whatever instead of really asking you what is going on the first one will be like ah is your mom at home no and does she know you are here you are walking on the street no, <laughs> no. ah tell her i'll call her later but you yeah. literally just saw that this child is you clearly see there's something wrong yes and then i mean hmm, but we are learning we'll get there <laughs> Um, try to keep the language neutral don't use too big big grammar that they will not understand you mm-hmm. um, give the person time to to answer and try not to grill them too many questions so keep the conversation and um, very neutral and um, try not to interrupt when they are talking to you um, also try and try to acknowledge that what you're saying by just subtle nodding of your head or say mm-hmm Mm-hmm. yes ah, like i'm doing the whole time mm. yeah exactly so that that gives them that the indication that you are actually listening to them mm-hmm. and try to engage them with their eye don't be sideways you know they are talking to you and you are facing them with your shoulder don't yeah. you? just make sure they have your attention and you know engage with them look into their eyes be calm and collective and Try not to make your face like you are sad, you are looking mobile, mobile, like that. No, just let them feed off your strength. So, okay. Another thing that you can do is you can also talk to them about well-being. We've talked a lot about mental health, but mental health and well-being is, is it goes hand in hand. So, you know, you can talk to them about ways to distress because maybe the person is feeling low. They might necessarily not be having depression, but it's just there are pressures from work, pressures from marriage, pressures from relationship, pressures from looking after their children, pressures from, I don't know, there are a lot of pressures in the world. It could be anything. So, you know, sometimes with my, my girlfriends, I say to them, oh, why don't you just go and have a bath and cook yourself something that you really absolutely love to eating, you know, watch a movie. Mm. Just encouraging them to practice. Encourage. Yeah. Saying, you've come home. You've come home from work. You are stressed at work. When the wife or the husband is coming home, just run them a bath. You know, just put some rock salt in there. Put some bubbles in there. Just let them relax. Distress yourself. I find that we don't, we don't have enough baths. We tend to just stand in the shower and come out. But you can just distress yourself. <laughs> You know, encourage them to just de-stress, practicing self-care. And I think we, we talked about self-care previously mm-hmm. in the previous recording. And ask them if they find anything helpful. You know, for some people, they will enjoy painting. They might enjoy cooking. They might enjoy just putting their makeup on and taking a picture. 
you know just just watching tv or something very interesting that yeah. like really give them another yeah and not just and you have so those some people that when you know when you uh, instead of te- you know telling you about what we we're just talking about like well-being and stuff they'll be like ah, there's no only you have for me to i have for everybody has problems so just get along and oh yeah, but oh god to- why <laughs> In that moment, mm. it's not about you. If you didn't go and tell your problems, it's not about you now. He has come or she has mm. told you. So you shouldn't make it about yourself. We need to be mindful not to make it about ourselves. And also, yeah, just listen carefully to what they tell you. Offer them help in seeking professional support and provide information on ways to do this. And lastly, lastly, I would say, you know, like you mentioned earlier on, it can be overwhelming when someone is coming with this burden. It's important for you as, as a supporter to set healthy boundaries. Know your limit, know what you can take on, know what you can't take on. So if you feel like this is beyond you, listen to them, don't judge them, but you can then try to find signpost them to the right services without taking on too much on yourself. So it's important to assess yourself what can I handle? What can't I handle? You don't leave the situation as it is, but definitely direct them to someone that you feel is capable to support them. So ah, that's my advice. Yeah. That's so great. That's so great. I've learned so much so far. And yeah, oh, this is so overwhelming. This is so because things that people have been going through, things that people have went through, oh. In fact, anyways, <laughs> do you have like any tips or advice, you know, something that you can just share with us before we leave? Yeah, I just wanted to um, touch on quickly um, for, you know, married couples or people in relationships, you know, sometimes in our community, we tend not to, not to be open about how we feel. We don't talk about our emotions. We don't talk about how we are feeling. And one thing that I have found that has been really helpful for me and my husband is I consciously make an effort to ask, babe, how are you feeling? How is work? You know, how are you doing today? Maybe you should just take a break from work and go and have a shower. Maybe you should go and, you know, take a break. Why don't you, you know, so it's just gradually just, you know, we are, we have all listened, but it's something that we can take away to try to encourage those around us to also look after themselves better. And men tend not to really practice much self-care. So, you know, if it's your husband or your boyfriend or whatever, you think you're always stressing, you can just be like, babe, why don't you, I bought you this nice candle. Why don't you burn it and just watch a movie or something? So it's just taking them on that journey of looking after themselves, you know, and it's important to talk about how we are feeling. Talk about, you know, if they did something, you are not happy about it. Let them know how you feel. And being mindful of the timing and the environment is so, so important that we acknowledge how we feel. And one last thing that I would say is that I have this grid on my Instagram page, which, you know, is the emotion checking wheel. Mm-hmm. And it's important every day you wake up, check in with yourself. How am I feeling today? Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I lonely? Am I angry? Am I disappointed? You know, just check in with yourself. How are you feeling? And then when you know, okay, today I really feel angry today, then you ask yourself, why am I feeling angry today? What has caused it? 
What happened last night? What did I hear? What did I watch? So then you go deeper to find out the reason why you are feeling the way that you are feeling. And yeah, mental health is so broad, but I'll be happy mm -hmm. to come back and touch on, on various issues about mental health and even women's health as well. You know, because some yes, we come on our periods, it can cause a whole lot of mood swings. So that will yeah. be a different conversation to be had. Definitely, definitely. You are definitely coming back on the show. We're going to talk about pregnancies, you know, after after, after birth, what you just said, um, periods and things like that. We're going to talk about so many things. And guys, please, if you have any other question or things that are still, you, you still need some, you know, few information about or whatever, you can DM me or you can DM Mabel, find her on Instagram you know discovered group and she will also be really willing to help and she will love to help and i also love to help and i can't emphasize enough on this mental health is very important it's very important to take care of your mental well-being just as mabel said let's really try and help those who are around us who are going through something let's just not dismiss you know their feelings or whatever and also our own feelings let's acknowledge what we are feeling what we are going through and what other people are going through and telling us growing up we didn't really have this you know our parents and stuff like that so i think we should we now the new generation i really think uh, that we should push ourselves to know more to be more educated about mental health so we will not make the same mistakes that people have made in the past i, I can't keep saying this take care of your mental well-being <laughs> thank you so much mabel this has been really a journey a huge journey thank you so 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 much like where can we find you what else do you do just give us you know a little in a little bit of more information about yourself if people want to find you connect with you and things like that thank you well thank you so much for having me and i'll be happy yeah. to come back and talk about other topics as well so if you want to keep in touch with me you can find me on my instagram which is discovered group on instagram and yeah, I'm also a um, youth worker and a young adult coordinator for my church as well. I'm really passionate about youth and really passionate about, you know, this generation. Mm -hmm. And so you can connect with me also on Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse and my name is May Zainwoto. Yeah, you can follow me um, on my clubhouse. And we also have the club called the uh, Discovered Group on Clubhouse. And um, so if you do follow the club, we'll be bringing various conversations around mental health and personal development journeys. And also I'm part of this community called the Finishing Generation Community, um, which does a lot of um, teachings, biblical teachings, how to find your identity and purpose and how we can be relevant in our society, businesses, you know, if you have any businesses, if you have any kind of goals that you want to achieve. So they really shape um, the future generations and how to be great leaders in our community and give back to society. So yeah, you can find me 
find me on those platforms wow thank you so so much once again for coming in guys please do check her out if there's anything that you'd like to know more about her or whatever shoot her a dmail uh hey i said dmail <laughs> dm <laughs> i want to say gmail and i said dmail hey jackie send her a, D, uh, a dm and she'll be willing to help and chat with you and that's all we have for you for this week if there's anything, you know where to find me. Me, I won't talk too much. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And again, please share this with as many people that you can. And let's, yeah, let's let's educate ourselves on mental health. So yeah, that's all we have for you this week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Afri Talk podcast. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with everyone you know. For more amazing stories, stay connected by following me on all social media platforms. Find me on Instagram at AfriTalk underscore pod, on Twitter at AfriTalk pod, and on Facebook, AfriTalk podcast. Or you can send me an email at AfriTalkP at gmail.com. AfriTalkP at gmail.com.